The following episode of the Rad Broadcast was pre-recorded in front of a live cardboard cutout studio audience. The Rad Broadcast is coming at you live at the Rad Radio Studios where producer Brandon of the Rob Anybody and Don Show and Mrs. Brandon will partake in a taste test for the... Wendy's new pretzel bacon pub cheeseburger. Let's go to them now. Um, everyone loves the sound of chewing and eating. Mmm. Did you pull out of my fries? Right in their ears. It's good, isn't it? Mmm, yeah. Is, mm. What is this called? ASMR? Mmm. Well, no, this is called delicious. Oh, one thing that's great about these COVID times is that I've really, I don't know, I don't know if I'd say I've upped the ante on my love for fast food, but it's really been a comfort. In these time, in these trying times, I mean, we are all in this together, and if we're all going to be in this together, why don't we just enjoy what we enjoy? And you know, there's, I just think that there's certain fast food joints that are just completely comfort food, and sometimes I feel like I might indulge just a little bit too much. Like maybe a couple times a week is the standard now. <laughs> um, some days it's like, well, we had fast food for lunch. Well, we might as well have fast food for dinner. Well, it's because it's the fast food trap makes us lazy. Oh, yeah. Definitely got, got <laughs> me in, on the uh, the lazy train um, just because I'm, I'm so caught up and preoccupied and working way, uh, not way too much, just working so much that I haven't really been able to take the time to slow down and, and make meals. Fortunately, during the weekends, we managed to get that done. Uh, oh, by the way, the uh, voice you hear in the background, that's uh, that's Mrs. Brandon. Say hello. By the way, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> you, you, they knew you're here. I, I just know. I just did a poor job at introducing you at the beginning of I'm this. I'm used to it. Of this I've been segment. to many parties with you. <laughs> so uh, the reason why you're here is you were nice enough to bring me lunch. Yes. And we've been threatening to do this taste test of the new Wendy's pretzel bacon uh, pub burgers. So uh, I, I, went, I, I went and uh, had you get the burger version and the chicken spicy chicken version and I, I think that's that chicken is spicy is it spicy somebody told me that it was spicy let me just double check i'm gonna pull up it did not say spicy it menu. just said crispy chicken okay so it's probably just crispy chicken i'm gonna punch somebody if it's <sighs> spicy you cannot give me a chicken option and it be spicy so the first of the uh in the lineup of the pub burgers we've got the pretzel bacon pub cheeseburger now, I just had that in my mouth just for a moment because before we started doing this whole shtick, I uh, posed for a photo mm-hmm. to uh, make it look like I was tasting and interested in mm, what's going on here. And obviously, this is the cover photo for this week's episode of the broadcast because, I mean, who doesn't want to have a picture of with meat in my mouth on the Internet? I think there's a couple. I think there's a few. Not quite sure. Uh, but there are, uh, this is what the uh, what we're in for here. We're going to try this together, okay? Okay. I need your honest reaction. Okay, are we going to do them with the same flavor at the same time? Yes, okay. but before we do, right. I'm going to explain what we're tasting. I just want to make sure that we're doing this the same way. For those that don't know what this is, the Pretzel Bacon Pub Cheeseburger is a quarter pound of fresh, never frozen beef, warm beer, cheese, Sauce, applewood smoked bacon, smoky honey mustard, crispy fried onions, pickles, and a slice of Munster cheese, all on one extra soft pretzel bun. Come for the pretzel bun, stay for everything else. And I'm not even going to bother with the calorie count or anything like that. So let's go ahead and dive into... The burger first. This is the cheeseburger. Okay. Not too messy. Not so bad. Hey, microphone, settle down. 
Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Alright. So you know what? First bite reaction. I'm sold. This thing is delicious. This is probably the better, probably the best Wendy's burger that I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. So can I say something though? When your mouth isn't so full. And it's not It's not a dig. I actually like it. But I guess it's the honey mustard sauce. That sweet, sweeter sauce. Com- the combination of everything together actually tastes like Chick-fil-A sauce. I could see the, the sweetness that you get out of that. Mm-hmm. The kind of sweet, tangy, mm-hmm. almost, um, what? It's, it's like the special sauce. Like everybody always has it's it. literally called the Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah, but it's like ketchup and, and mayonnaise, right? And a little bit of... no. No? What is it? It's like some chipotle. It's like, I don't know. It's like not. It's almost like a barbecue chipotle aioli something or other. Oh, okay. I, I don't taste bad. I don't taste barbecue at all in Chick-fil-A sauce. Are you crazy? <laughs> I don't think it's. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not barbecue. I don't know what it is. Somebody anyway. knows what the Chick-fil-A sauce is supposed to like be, so, but it's just, a, it's just a combo. This isn't a commercial for Chick-fil-A. This isn't a commercial for Wendy's. I think that the sauce is amazing. I don't know. Oh, I don't Whatever the combination is, it, it doesn't really remind me too much of the of the Chick-fil-A sauce. I could t- I could kind of taste that in the background. But I got a good saucy bite of it. So, so. Oh, so did I. But yeah. I think that the, just the combination of all the sweet, savories, mm-hmm. tangies. Well, the you, beef makes it change, too, because, like, on chicken, that's one thing. Oh, yeah. That's why we're going to so, try chicken next. I know. I'm going to... I put mine down. I haven't uh, tried a Munster cheese before. Um... Munster. I, 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 Munster. Isn't it Munster? It's spelled Munster. Yeah, it's Munster. I think it's Munster. I, I think it's Munster. I could say it however I What's, want. Food I want, is like one of those things that you can kind of put a little twist on, like tomato. Hello. Okay. I'm just saying, there's some things that there's a little bit of wiggle room when it comes I, to pronunciation. I, 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 of I didn't say there wasn't. I just, I'm pretty sure it was named after a place. I, okay, dig in right now because I can't wait anymore. Mmm. <laughs> uh, mm. Mm. Okay. All right. This one has to be the best chicken sandwich that I've had from Wendy's in a long time. That is so fucking good. Oh my god. You like it better than the meat, the hamburger? Honestly, it does not matter. Mm-mm. Either way, I can go with I can go with either of the options of the meat spectrum because actually, I might not. Do you think the grilled chicken is any good from from Wendy's? Because this is really good for for crispy chicken, but it's also crispy chicken from a fast food joint. So, what, you know, what what? It's do you pretty hard to screw up crispy chicken if you got a deep fryer. Um, mm. I can't say I have ever ordered the grilled chicken from Wendy's at all. Mm. Well, I think it's worth a shot because this is a home run on their part. This is so good. This reminds me. I mean, yeah, pub burger. This is high quality stuff. The flavor of it itself is just so awesome. I don't know what people are thinking. I'm saying that the onions taste like cheese, but it's the perfect blend. They just nailed it with these ones out of the Uncultured park. Uncultured swine. Good job, <laughs> Wendy's. Oh yeah, this so, is outstanding. So they oh. have the beer pub cheese fries, right? The bacon cheese fries, and it's got their beer cheese on it. And I gotta say, it's good. Whoa. You gotta try it. 
I'm sorry, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm in heaven over here. This is so good. Huh. Okay. These are the, those are the fries. I didn't know they had fries. Mm -hmm. So they got the beer got cheese it. on them. Dig to the bottom a little bit. There you go. Make sure you so get that have, sauce on there. They're the regular mm -hmm. cheese sauce and they have, uh, American cheese, it looks like. Cheddar cheese. Yeah, it's like a. And then bacon bits. Mmm. And it's their fries. Okay, it's good. Ugh. But it's weird because it kind of tastes like their vanilla frosty. The cheese does. I think, and I wonder if it's because of the combination of the fries with dairy. Like whatever that combination is. And maybe because the flavors are just so close together when it comes to like the creaminess and mixed with their salty Wendy style fries. So it's interesting because the beer is the beer cheese is really prominent to me, but I have a really sensitive bitter taste bud. And do you say that the fries are bitter? No, but I can taste the beer in them and it's almost like your taste buds are almost bypassing that sort of bitteriness that gives it that beer cheese flavor. Beer cheese doesn't taste like beer to me. That's exactly my point. Beer cheese should have at least a little bit of a... Doesn't it feel like we're at a bar right now? Kind of. Kind of does. Close your eyes. I'm just saying, there's a little bit of a bitterness in the beer cheese that I'm picking up more so than you are. Okay. And I'm wondering if that's why you're having... Because I don't taste that What's at all. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that there's just a weird correlation yeah. with that cheese and that fry. That's interesting because that's not what I taste at all. See? Flavor is subjective. That's true. Because the burger, the hamburger one, or the cheeseburger one, tastes like a Chick-fil-A one to me, and you're like, nope, I don't get that at all. <laughs> I'm going to go order another drink. You want anything? <laughs> there you have it, folks. Brandon nearly creamed his jeans over the new pretzel pub burgers from Wendy's. And no, this is not a commercial, but if any advertisers are interested... Brandon could probably use a few bounty paper towels right about now. How about it, bounty? Think you can handle this mess? Are we ready to rock? <laughs> All right. A one, a two, are you know what to do? The Red Broadcast. here at the rad podcast uh specifically me producer brandon because you know i am the only one that really uh runs this ship around here at least the, for the podcast you know i normally have some guests on here i've had mrs brandon on of course she was here earlier yeah mrs brandon she helped me out with the uh pub burger taste test which is all great and I, i've had wonderful guests on here but you know what this is about this is about family this whole podcast is about keeping people together getting different ideas out there and maybe having conversations where we don't hate each other for our different views. We actually embrace each other for having different views. And one thing that I think that everybody can find in common, and that's good food, right? We all feel better 
when we're eating food together as a community. You know, we are all sitting around the dinner table. Um, you know, if we had dinner tables, we'd all be sitting around and eating a meal. Probably, uh, you know, if we don't, we don't, we actually don't have dinner tables. So we, we probably just sit around in the living room and we, uh, we gather our homemade dinners and we, we put them in our plates and we set them on our laps and we all have conversations. Actually, you're right. We don't actually do any of that. We actually sit around in the, the, the not in the dining room, but in the bedroom. No, so yeah, sometimes in the bedroom on the bed, we're eating our dinner and we're, we're, we're alone or we're with our partners. Uh, we're not actually communicating with each other. We're, we're just sitting there with our fast food or our our, uh, uh, our quick meal that we can just throw in the microwave or, you know, sometimes we do uh, talk a little bit. But no, we're actually just talking on our phones while we're eating our TV dinner as well. We're just trying to figure out what we want to watch on Netflix, which... By the way, The Social Dilemma is actually a great documentary. You won't want to check that out. But the point of it all is dinner is better when we eat together, right? I mean, memories are made when gathered around the dinner table. Can't you just feel it? The whole family together. We're all talking. We're all just getting to know each other a little bit better. What we've been up to in the last couple of months or weeks that we haven't gathered together, you know, before COVID. Because we all know that we haven't spent any time together anytime recently. And it's uh, been pretty awful, but no, but just don't think about that. Think about think about all the good stuff that's happening right now, right now here at the dinner table. This is all good. We're, we're having fun. Excuse me. As I was saying, many great chefs have bestowed their wisdom upon us all to share their culinary creations. Great chefs like Gordon Ramsay, Emeril, Julia Child, and Chef Boyardi. And we can never forget Barefoot Contessa or the late, great Anthony Bourdain. And it was Anthony Bourdain who once said, you learn a lot about someone when you share a meal together. He did say that, but a lot better than I did. So I thought I'd do something a little tasty this week. Because I wanted to bring the family together of the Rad Podcast group on the Facebook page. And I thought that uh, we could just have a meal together. By that, I mean I'm going to tell you what you put in your mouth when you want to feel good. Or, put a better way, these are your comfort foods. Ah, yes. 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 Comfortable. Comfort foods. Sally. Comfort foods. Oh, God. Oh. I'll have what she's having. Yes, I'll have what she's having, too. So I probed the Rad Podcast group up on uh, Facebook uh, because we were t- we've been talking a lot about all these fast food chains and things they're taking off of the menu and things that they're uh, reintroducing and these new tasty burgers at Wendy's. The, uh, p- the Pretzel Pub burgers are fantastic, as you heard at the beginning of the episode here. So I wanted to find out what your comfort foods were. So I took to the Rad Podcast group on Facebook. If you're not a member there, you should join up. It's a good time. It's a very happy family. We share a lot of good stuff, a lot of good memes, a lot of good stories. Uh, we help each other out. It's a good community there. And uh, I, I thought that I would kick it off by sharing some of my comfort foods. Uh, one of them that's at the top of my list is fried bologna because I've always loved fried bologna as, as long as I could remember. And the older I got, the more I understood that it's basically bacon. It's it's fried bologna, pork, pro- and it's got to be the pork. It's got to be the pork version with the pork parts. You know, it might not be the butt. It might not be the, the hawk. It's all the other stuff that they didn't put in the hot dogs. It's in bologna, and it's so good. And there's a specific way to cut your bologna before you throw it onto the pan to fry. 
it's it's very very technical. You actually create almost like an iron cross, right? You just cut two slats from about uh, two inches from. You create like a little two. So you know what? It's actually really hard to paint the picture, but just imagine an iron cross, right? That's what it ends up looking like. You kind of just cut two slits on the top, two slits on the bottom half of the circle, and then you put a little slit dust down the middle. Kind of give it a kind of give it a, a vagina right in the middle of the slice of bologna. And as you fry it, it curls up just in the right way so that you can layer the two pieces. The proper way to have a fried bologna sandwich is to fry up two pieces of bologna. Ones that you can cross the areas of the iron cross with a proper amount of meat. So every bite, you have at least one and a half pieces of or layers of your bologna because the way it works out one and a half there's like the cuts and then ah you know what i'm just gonna have to do a video tutorial sometime but fried bologna some of the best and the condiment of choice of course is not mayonnaise mustard you gotta have mustard on there and slightly toast your bread simple easy comfortable comforting oh it just brings me so much joy and of course you know you got to get down to some of the uh some of the fast food joints and i'm just always gonna pick chicken mcnuggets it's just comfort food for me. It's always made me feel good when I've been in a had a sick day or something. Uh, or the uh, dip, dip cone from DQ. I'm a weirdo. I always get my dip cone in a cup because there's a period of time where you have to travel from the drive-thru or, you know, in these cases, lately, a lot of people getting the DoorDash delivery, you know, Instacarts, all this stuff, getting their food delivered to them. So there's a, there's a gap between the, the freshness of when you want to like get into it. And so unless you're actually going to stay where you're at to get the dip cone, I like to have the cup so that I can like mess around with it and make a mess of it and get in there, get all the chips of chocolate dip all over it. Cause it's the hard shell. That's the goodness in the dipped cone, right? So you want to swirl it around, get your spoon in there, and then you could break up the cone if you want to but i eat ice cream so fast that i basically just shovel it and i'm so quick with it i don't know why i just love it so much and the dip cone is the business from dairy queen and then another comfort food comes from growing up uh, for me uh just spaghetti homemade spaghetti red sauce red just uh, meat you know ground beef and sausage and red sauce there you go, boom, Parmesan cheese, bada bing, bada boom. And if you're feeling fancy, you get some garlic bread up in the business. That is some good comfort food for me. And it's always so much better the next day. What is it about spaghetti that makes it better? Is it because all the flavors have just been marinating in there? Just making you feel good? It makes me feel good, especially if it's like a little bit cold. You nuke it just a little bit. You get those really hot parts on the edge. And then you get the little cool sides in there, and then you just mix it up. It's like that perfect mix of hot and cool. Oh, spaghetti goodness. Gotta love it. Oh, you can't forget the baked potatoes. Baked potatoes, it's a little bit more involved. It's not a easy thing to do. Neither is spaghetti, but, you know, if you're willing to get that comfort, baked potatoes is a way to go for me. Peanut butter toast, easy. That's such an easy one because I love peanut butter and I love toast. Put them together, and you have heaven. That makes you comfortable. Gotta love it. And then uh, the last thing that I have on my list is a guilty pleasure, but I don't indulge in it too much. But the Totino's Pizza Rolls combination flavor has to be combination flavor. If it's not combination, I don't want it. Get it out of my mouth. I need that combo in my mouth of the Totino's Pizza Rolls to be specific. So that's my list of comfort foods. Let's see what you people had to say about this. And first person out the gate, Jason. 
His comfort food is vagina. How did I know that was going to happen? That's all right. Yuck it up. I would have said that too at some point if somebody else didn't. And uh, Ford says biscuits and gravy. Gotta have some biscuits and gravy in there. Oh, Allison says uh, matzo ball soup. Mm, my mom made it often growing up. So yummy. Matzo ball soup. I, I've never had homemade matzo ball soup, uh, but I have had the chance to try it. And it sounds, it is super good, but I want that homemade matzo ball soup. Think they can have me over sometime? Bob says pizza, cheeseburgers, quesadilla, bacon, and fried egg sandwich. That sounds like the perfect dinner menu for tonight or tomorrow or breakfast or whatever. That's just the perfect slab of goodness. Yes, that is good comfort food, Bob. Shelby says uh, for the savory side, we got mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, yeah. I used to eat those Crocker Farms or whatever. The, 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 the margarine company, Crocker something or other. You know, the brown buckets. They made these, like, the microwavable mashed potatoes. They had, like, combo or, or, or a loaded mashed potatoes with bacon and, and chives and, and some cheese in there. And that was my go-to. But they had a couple of other flavors as well. But primarily, I'd go to the, uh, to, to the, to the good stuff, the, the loaded mashed potatoes. And I would eat that stuff before the show, back when I was a phone screener, like, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And uh, 13, wow, that was, like, 13, 14 years ago. That I would eat these buckets of mashed potatoes for breakfast, nuke them up, and I and I wouldn't eat it all in one sitting, of course. No, 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 no. I'd spread it out throughout the day, because it's so packed with nutrients that just keep you going. Yeah, I, I stopped eating those. I think they stopped making those. It, it just ended up being, uh, you know, they actually probably make those still. But I love making homemade mashed potatoes, so gotta love that one. And Shelby continues with the sweet side with the double decker chocolate moon pie. I haven't had a moon pie in so long. Oh, that sounds good. I'm going to have to hit the store on the way back out of here. God, those moon pies are so good. The cookies and the chocolatey goodness, the, the chocolate shell, it gets hard. The cookies, the, oh, they, they sometimes they're just too hard to crunch. You got to, oh, you just got to, oh, get in there. That's so, God, love those moon pies. Gerardo says a cheeseburger. It's classic, simple, easy. I would have to agree. A good burger is always good comfort food. Kayleen says pasta in any form. Uh, would it, would it be, would it be okay if it's an impasta? All right. Sorry. Low hanging fruit. Or is it pasta? I don't know. Ian says frosted mini wheats and fruity pebbles mixed together. Now, Ian, you're onto something there. And the, the, the act, the cereal companies, if I can spit it out, I just get so excited. I, I just get these sugar rushes. These cereal companies are combining these flavors already. Not, I don't know if they're doing specifically the Fruity Pebbles and Frosty Wheats, and maybe that's what you're referring to, because if that's it is what it is, then I'm an idiot, and I could have just gone up to the Google Cave to find that out real quick, but I'm choosing not to. I like to live in wonderment. I like to just wonder. I like to wander and wonder, thinking, hmm, did they do this already, or do I have to do it myself? These are the thoughts that run through my mind. Either way, two of my favorite seals, cereals as well, Ian, combine those two mother jammas and you got yourself a good ass comfort food sonia says a baked potato with lots of butter you can't go wrong julie says grilled cheese yum yes i should have had that to my list but thank you of course that's a great comfort food christine says butter beans and ham with cornbread oh yeah oh i've never had butter beans before but that sounds damn good 
Making homemade baked beans is a labor of love, by the way. Have you ever made homemade baked beans? You know what goes into those bitches? It takes a long time. It's like nine hours. You got to do the beans. Soak them. You soak them for hours first, and then you put them in the cooking pot. When you put them in the cooking pot, it goes in there for more hours. Eight plus. And then you got to mix in all the seasonings and all the goodness and all that stuff that that makes it the sweet, tasty, baked bean goodness that it is. And then, if you want to get super fancy, you candy that bacon as you cook it. You don't just bake or broil or, or, or fry up that bacon. And if you're a heathen and you microwave your bacon, you do not belong in this conversation. No, that's okay. You, you, you can be in this conversation. But I'm telling you, you're doing it wrong. You gotta candy your bacon as you bake it. This is the way to do it, my friends. And then you cut all that crispy, sweet, candied bacon and then you put it in there with your beans and you mix it all together. And it's the best. It's the best. But you can also get some amazing baked beans uh, at your local grocery store in a can. Whip them bitches up and they're good. But I'm telling you, just try it. Just look up the recipe for homemade baked beans. It is a labor of love, but it's worth it. Danae says mashed potatoes with gravy and macaroni and cheese. Oh, God, I love those. And, you know, sometimes even the Stouffer's is what you want to go for. Sometimes you just crave those flavors of the, uh, of the, of the, of the homemade, not just the homemade stuff, but the overprocessed, all that crap that they give you in the freezer section. That's what this is about. This isn't about being healthy. This is what the foods that make you feel good. And sometimes it's got to be the bad foods that make you feel good because sometimes being bad feels so good. That's what I'm trying to get at. Sorry, food just makes me so excited. I don't know what it is. Um, uh, Tristo says a WAP or a WAP. Is it WAP? I'm still new to this whole WAP thing. I'm a little fresh. I'm a little green to this. Wet ass pussy. Is, is what they're referring to. Uh, Tristo. Wet ass yeah. pussy. Yes. That is a delicious comfort food. But I think we covered that with the first person. I believe that was Jason. He said vagina. But I'm still learning this WAP thing. WAP. Wet, Wet ass, ass pussy. Jody says southern baked macaroni and cheese. What makes it so good that makes it from the south? Hmm? Tell me about it. Tell me what that southern part of the macaroni and cheese is that makes it so southern. I just want to know because is it spicy? Is it creamy? Is it cheesier? Is it buttery-er-er-er-er? That's what I got to know. Natalie, how about uh, she she brings uh, some homemade split pea and ham soup. I got to tell you, homemade or just split pea soup in general, it's got to have the ham in it. Or else it's just nothing really, and it's, it's got to, that's the traditional split pea soup, right? This is where you, when you have ham in it, usually ham hock or just ham chunks. Either way, I, I'm, I'm not like the biggest pea soup fan. I'm a fan of the other things with peas, but the, usually it's just, just a pea soup is not really that good. And even in the veggie, it's a loss leader in my opinion. Uh, Elise says pot roast. Yes, there's been uh, pictures. In fact, Brent from uh, Sack Spirit posted a delicious photo of his pot roast that he made at his new home because they are now homeowners. Melissa and Brent from sackspirit.com are wonderful uh, people that, that have opened their home, homes to us and by doing so, posting great food photos. I hope that he makes that next time he brings us to his house because I love pot roast and chalk roast. Oh, that, that slow cooker chuck roast flavor is so good and it lasts so long if you get a big enough one that it lasts for a week or you could food save it and put it in the freezer and you can have it a month later because it's so damn good. I'm telling you, food makes me excited. 
I am so excited right now. I'm sorry, I gotta calm down. I'm gonna drink a water. <clears throat> yes, feeling good, feeling right, feeling comfortable. I've got so many pages of this, and so I'm probably not gonna go through them all because, you know, fortunately, a lot of us tend to agree on what the comfort foods are. So, you know, macaroni and cheese is pretty popular. In and out, yes, Dustin, in and out is, is absolutely a comfort food. You know, I think that some, every one of us has some sort of connection to some sort of fast food restaurant if it's, you know, related to going there after sports games. Sports games, go sports team! You know what I'm saying. Like after the soccer games and such, you just go out there and uh, the whole team would have their meals at round table. You know, pizza is on the list here, of course. Uh, Julia says chicken and gravy over mashed potatoes or chili cheese baked potato boats. Oh, that sounds good, Julia. I'm coming over to your house for dinner for both of those things. Please. Thank you. Um, Suzanne says, of course, mac and cheese. Uh, Kaylee hits home. She says, I know Brandon can relate, and yes, you can. Hashtag Otter Pops. She's got a picture of her freezer, half of it, at least half, maybe two-thirds of her freezer, of this section anyway, that she has in the photo, is filled with frozen Otter Pops ready to go. That is how you live. I have Otter Pops falling out of my ears. They're, they're just always stocked up. In fact, I'm getting a little low. I was wondering why I was getting the shakes yesterday. I wanted the freezer. And I had to tap into my last roll. They come on sheets or a roll if you like roll them up and put them in the freezer. I'm in my last one. I got to go to the store and get more Otter Pops. Oh, and it doesn't have to be specific to Otter Pops, by the way. It's just the frozen tubular popsicles like that. There's some really good Italian ice ones that I've kind of been addicted to because I like to mix it up, right? Just a little variety every once in a while because you can get sick of the Otter Pops. You don't want to overdo it. You want to OD on the, the OP. Just take it easy. Just chill out, okay? But yeah, Kaylee, you're right. Otter pups. That's where it's at. Amanda, you want some chicken tenders or a breakfast bowl with hash browns and country gravy. Boom. You got it. You're having it. And you're comfortable. Michelle, chips and salsa, ruffles and onion dip. Ah, oh, yeah. The go-tos, the standards. Those are the snacky, snacky comfort foods. Everything always feels better when you're at the party and you finally get to dip into that onion dip with that nice, fresh, giant ruffle chip. <laughs> And wash it down with a nice Tahoe blue drink or some water if you're watching your alcohol intake and it's just so good. Oh, it just feels like it just feels like Valerie says mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, and soup. Soup in general. Yeah, soup is always good. Anne Marie says any pasta with a creamy sauce. Giggity. Oh man, those mac and cheeses and cheeseburgers. We all love them cheeses. It's the good stuff, I'm telling you. Uh, Christy says my mom's taco soup or grandpa's chili. It's always the recipes we take away from our family members that are the best ones, right? That's why I always say home-cooked because they're all based off, off of some recipe we've had or been introduced to by family members. So, of course, I, I, that's one thing that I do wish that we had more of is more community tables. Who am I kidding? Who am, I know. I'm sorry. Stop flashing that red COVID light at me. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm longing for days past. I understand just... Would you stop flashing the light? It's distracting. Okay? I know we can't get together with our grandparents because they're old. I, I get it, okay? It bums me out too, all right? I just want grandpa's ribs again one more time. No, it's not. It doesn't taste the same on Zoom. 
does it. You can't tell me that they're going to come out with this technology where they put the flavors in your nose through a network cable. Stop feeding me these lies. Anyway, Adam continues to say, this very specific mom and pop restaurant makes the best fish and chips I've ever had. Definitely my favorite comfort food. Fish and chips are such a late blooming dish for me. I, I feel late to the party. I, I, I feel like those, that's something that I would have enjoyed as a kid, but because I was so picky about fish and the only type of fish that I liked were like really well fried shrimp that was more breading than, than meat than from the shrimp or, you know, fish sticks. Those are my, that was my fish when I was a kid. But then as I got, got older, my, my palate had been more refined and I, been introduced to better fish better pizza papa john's if they put pizza if they put fish on papa john's pizza i'm out i'm done stop flashing that light jason says mac and cheese with hot dogs cut up in it carol says white wine chicken are you getting your chicken drunk before you cook it or is it cooked in the white wine this is the things we need to know brian says grilled cheese and tomato soup the classic Nikki says French dip sandwiches. And uh, Autumn, not Adam, that is way wrong. A-U-T-U-M-N does not pronounce Adam. It's Autumn. She's going to Fanny Ann's for her wings or a bowl of creamy chicken top ramen. Oh, the creamy chicken top ramen. You like that? No, I'm just kidding. That's okay. I like all the top ramens. They're like, there's, it's just whatever you're in the mood for. It's, like a, it's just like going down the aisle of the, the chip aisle right you just oh, you know what I'm, I'm kind of in the mood for the the pork one now nah, the beef one now nah, the chicken one now nah, the creamy chicken one you just you know go down the go down the list variety is the spice of life my friends uh julia is saying beef stew and these comments are making me hungry me too julia i'm gonna be coming over to a lot of people's houses to uh try some of these dishes out um let's see i mean just all these cheeses there's so many cheeses somebody forgot to mention pizza there's been not one mention of pizza. Is it just because it's so accessible? Is it because it's so easy to do that there's some sort of uh, there's some sort of benefit to comfort foods when you have to initiate some sort of process into its creation? Like even if it's mac and cheese from the blue box, which I see listed here quite a bit, you still got to put it together. You still got to put the ingredients in the pan, boil the water, you know, drain the water after you cook the pasta, mix it. Put your seasonings in, enjoy it, put it in a bowl. Like all this process, these steps are ingrained in us from the beginning since we can start making food. It's fascinating. The, the way that we as humans have, have created this, this entire culture based around food. I mean, if you really extrapolate, look out from the wider view, beyond race, beyond religion, beyond all of that, just to our basic fundamental needs. We all need what? Air, water, and food. And vagina, as some would say. Or penis, as some others would say. Or both, as some people would say. Bottom line is, we all need nourishment. We all need food. And, and if you put two enemies in a room and put down a giant plate of delicious goodness, I don't know, mac and cheese, whatever it is, 
you know, the best steak dinner of your life. And as long as everybody doesn't have any food allergies or has uh, some, some, some opposition to cooking meat, like steak, like if they uh, revere cows or, you know, if the, if the food isn't organic and one person can't have it because you know what? You're right. You're right. There's just, there's no world peace. I know. Stop flashing the light at me when I go off on these unrealistic tangents where people get along and live a happy life together enjoying food. That's all I want to do. I just want to share food and stories and laugh and have fun. Okay, the light, I think the light has finally burnt out. I won't do that again, I promise, unless you want me to. Denise says, sadly, would be a shorter to tell you the foods that don't comfort me, but usually anything carb-related, spaghetti, cake, Mexican food. Ah, yes, the catch-all Mexican food. I love it. That's my comfort food, too. Um, let's see. I'm just going to, you know what? I think that we've covered a lot of ground today. And I, a lot of ground beef, if you will. A lot of ground sausage. A lot of ground nutmeg has been bestowed upon us at this dinner table. And I'm going to leave the rest of the comfort foods to you to either share or browse upon from the Rad Podcast group on Facebook. And I think it's time to retire, to go into a food coma, and wonder... Oh, which drive-thru I'm going to hit on the way home after I'm done recording this podcast. Thank you for joining me this week. I've had a lot of fun. I, I think that food is one of those amazing things that bring people together. And if we just shared a little bit more, and if we indulged a little bit more into the things that make us happy and the things that uh, are important, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that are going without food. And it would be, I would, I would be irresponsible not to mention that we need to think about those that are just unable to have these simple comforts. And I'm trying not to, I don't, I don't want to end too much of on a downer, but I think it's important for us to remember that we should reach out to our local communities, find a homeless shelter, find a family uh, in need. I, I'm going to do a little bit more research, and I'm going to share some links to a uh, food organization that's providing nourishment and uh, those that need it most, especially during these terrible times, I mean, victims of, of wildfires, of the pandemic. It's just a lot of people hurting right now, a lot of empty bellies. And I think that if we just made a little bit of a donation here and there, um, or even helped out at a food bank somewhere in your neighborhood, I think we could all make a difference. Namaste. Bitches. The Rad Pod.